Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Welcome back to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. Super excited to have a special guest with me here today, Brian Hennessy. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kelly. This is so exciting to be here. I appreciate it. Yes. I always say I discover the most special unicorn people inside the Unstoppable Entrepreneur for every area of life, and Brianna is no different. So I'm super excited to really introduce you to our Unstoppable Entrepreneur listeners and really share the power of the work that you do. So just to give everybody a little backstory, and then Brianna, I want you to tell about yourself. Probably two and a half, three years ago, I started having very severe throat issues. I was losing my voice all the time. You probably still hear things if you listen to back recordings and even, you know, every now and then it pops back in. But, you know, just being a vocal athlete, which I didn't even understand what a vocal athlete was until I started working with Brian, I was having days on my calendar where I would literally have to cancel an entire eight hour day. And this was starting to happen more and more frequently. And I tried to go through the traditional medical system. Big mistake, obviously, as we all know how that goes. Six weeks to get an appointment, no contact, impossible to work with, can't get an appointment, can't get any answers to anything. Um, Took a year just to get like a single test done. I'm sure everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about in some capacity in your life. So I finally got to the point where I was so frustrated, so overwhelmed with it, I just kind of let it sit. And my, my you know, voice got worse and worse, and it grew into more and more of a problem. It was causing, you know, a lot of stress and anxiety for me, a lot of missed appointments. And then finally, one day, Brianne ended up joining the Unstoppable Entrepreneur. And I ended up doing a session with her, and I discovered her work. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is the solution to my problem that I never knew existed. And this is the thing that I love the most about the Unstoppable Entrepreneur. I learn about all these incredible fields that I never even knew existed, all these incredible solutions. And what I always say, and you've heard me say this so many times, Brian, is that I always look first inside the Unstoppable Entrepreneur to the answer to any problem because you're never going to find harder working, more dedicated, more focused service providers that just really want to help people transform. And so I'm bringing Brian in to introduce her to you guys today for a couple of reasons. Number one, because many of you are now vocal athletes as well. And maybe you don't understand the risks of speaking frequently and for extended periods. And I don't want you to have the same experience that I did. A lot of you guys that are listening to the show, follow me online. You're doing live launch. This is your livelihood, right? And especially now with what happened over the last year with the pandemic, we are doing everything online, which means we're speaking more often. It means we're on camera more often. It means that a lot more people's livelihood is going to be tied to their ability to show up powerfully and have their voice to be able to do it. So, Brianne, I would love for you to tell a little bit of your story, Mm. how you got into this work, and a little bit also about the space, because a lot of things that I didn't understand before I started working with you, 
is the interconnectivity of like the whole body experience and how that impacts your voice and how we can help people keep their voice healthy or get some help from you, you know, obviously if they're, you know, starting to see some of the warning signs, which I think we should talk about warning signs because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the warning signs were. Mm-hmm. And then I was really backwards in the process. I would like to help my listeners not wait until they're losing their voice to get help. So tell a little bit of your story, Brian. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You hit the nail on the head, prevention and wellness, looking at this holistic picture of how we can care for something that honestly, most people probably wake up and take for granted. And I get it. We all just kind of assume our voices will be there for us. My journey with this is I have 13 plus years experience specializing in assessing and treating and helping folks recover from voice injuries. Now from a, a wide variety of reason. But this the trend I started to see is that there was so much un- uncertainty. Well, how can my voice do this? Why is my voice doing this now? I've talked all my life. Why now? And so having that understanding that this is a very resilient but not invincible mechanism really made me see that prevention awareness was crucial. And then you add the component of the current medical model that I was trained in I didn't feel like I could reach as many people and especially provide that more in-depth, customized service that really is required when you're being asked to not only add something new to your well-being, like starting a new exercise regimen or a new way of eating, this is also a, a, a portion of your holistic health. So my journey over the last few years has been really noticing that I wanted to reach more people. I started my business a year, just over a year ago, Your Vocal Vitality, and it's been amazing to see those exact moments where people go, oh, oh, I can actually take care of that in advance of something happening. And and again, you're not alone if you have had those moments where you're like, you know what, I'm feeling a little scratchy. Let me just let me just push through this last thing I have. Let me just push through one more thing. And and that serves you to a point. It's kind of like taking a sprained ankle and being like, you know, hurts a little bit. I might need to rest that. Yeah, I'm going to go rest it. But can you get to the underlying factors that brought you there? So like you mentioned, stressors, illness, extra talking, all of these put a load on this little instrument here in our neck. And so it's really crucial to look at that whole picture of what's happening and be able to say, you know what, I want to do something about it sooner rather than later. And a good rule of thumb, and we can, like you said, talk about the kind of warning signs, but a good rule of thumb is the voice hoarse or scratchy or feeling strained. And has that been persisting longer than two weeks? I know it's kind of shocking. You're probably like two weeks. I would (laughs) like, who would have thought, but that's the period of time where naturally the voice would heal. And if it hasn't, it's time to work with a specialist to see what is underlying that. Yeah. Yeah. And a point that I want to make for everyone is that, you know, just like so many things, Mm. you know, growing up, no one sat us down and said, you know, you're, you have to train your, your vocal cords. You need to do certain exercises so that you protect Mm -hmm. this. But we also have to recognize there's been a huge evolution in the way that we work. Mm -hmm. People used to do manual labor with their bodies. Then they were sitting at a computer and then there was the rise of carpal tunnel syndrome because they were using their hands and their arms and their wrists in a certain way. And now the next progression is because we now live online and we now are primarily using 
this, this is a new problem that has arisen for many people that, you know, in the past, it may have been teachers or athletic coaches, actors, you know, very niche fields where they just so happen to be using their voice as their primary tool. But now this applies to the whole broad range of individuals that are playing in the entrepreneurial space. And this is why I thought it was important to bring you to the show because the work that you're doing is so important and it's something that no one would ever even think of because it's never experienced before because this is a new evolution of the way that we work, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where having a safe, non-judgmental space to own that and, and explore what your voice is capable of, I feel really strongly about because having this shift of a mindset into what I call the vocal athlete, that term actually derives from the performing voice world. So most people think, well, I'm not a singer. Why would I take care of my voice? So I'm coming at it from this speaking voice that we use all day, every day, and especially if your demands are over, a good rule of thumb is over 75% of the time, if you're talking, that is in the vocal athlete realm. And no athlete is gonna go out and run a marathon without the training underneath that. And so it's crucial in that way to notice, hey, I'm evolving in how I show up for my business, for my clients, for my work that I do, and look at that in a way that you can really elevate and then connect with people on a deeper level. Yeah, definitely. So you talked a little bit about, you know, knowing the signs. If you're starting to have some of that hoarseness or scratching mm -hmm. for more than two weeks at a time, that's a great indicator. Something's mm -hmm. going on. Take a look at it. Get help. Have someone assess. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you said if you're speaking more than 75% of the time, if that's a main focal point of your work, obviously. And, and let's talk a little bit about the holistic realm of things, because mm -hmm. I think one of the really important parts about your work is you're really showing people the interconnectivity of, you know, stress in your body, how you're taking care of yourself, all of that. So let's talk a little bit about how lifestyle and self-care mm -hmm. also impacts your ability to sustain a healthy voice so that you can perform, because I think there's a lot there as well. Absolutely. The biggest thing I noticed, um, secondary to say a quality change, like the scratchiness or maybe a little bit of, of hoarseness is people will talk about a fatigue, a, a fatigue that their voice is just tired and strained. And to you and I, they may still sound quote unquote typical or like themselves, but they're sitting there physically struggling. So then we have to look at the whole body piece in the sense of we make voice powered by our breath. We make voice as it comes up through these little vocal folds here and up and out this filter of our head and neck. Now those things need to be optimized for efficiency. And so this is a little bit where the analogy breaks down from an athletic standpoint. These aren't like skeletal muscles in our body that we can just go to the gym and bulk up. We have to look at how we can coordinate these features. So if we're saying to someone, you know, your voice is sounding a little weak, you're feeling that fatigue, you're feeling the lack of power, what's going on with your breath? Where are you tensing? Where are you holding? I often would say to folks who would come in and have a more sudden change in their voice related to a stressor in their life. Some people with stress get stomach ulcers, other people get voice changes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a very um, unique instrument in that way. It's like a barometer. It can, it can tell others how we're feeling. We can uh, not hide that sometimes. And it also needs to be cultivated from the whole body sense. We talk about the way 
you know, you're cultivating energy and bringing that up through the body. You don't want to rely just on this little space here. And when that happens, that shift for folks to be able to say, you know what, the more I am taking care of my stress levels, the more I am noticing, did I get a good sleep last night? The more I'm noticing, how am I feeling internally today? Am I all like amped up? Are my shoulders up to my ears? Is that resonating through my voice? Very likely, yes. And some people can pick up on that and some not quite. It just depends on the degree. But I always wonder for folks who are now connecting more live, more on this on-screen way, are they able to share their message with the same impact? Because there's something that just feels just off or they're distracted by that sense. So sometimes people will say, okay, well, I'll just rest my voice. I'll just drink some water or some tea. Okay, you can do that for a short term, but there's no such thing as a quick fix. So if we don't look at the whole picture of how your body's feeling, what you're doing each day, that's going to be doing yourself a disservice. Back to that efficiency standpoint, you can rest all day, you can rest the rest of the year. Will your voice recover to a sense that you have the power and curiosity of how it's going to work for you? No, I don't think so. So that's, I think, a myth that people um, often fall into is I can just use these quick little things and it'll be better now. Yeah. Like a Band-Aid, you know, and the same with overall wellness. We don't want to Band-Aid our way. (laughs) And you talk about this so much with people preparing for these big events and big launches. If you Band-Aid your way through, like, I'll I'll start sleeping better a week before my launch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's probably not going to feel so good. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And for me, you know, because you're you're unconsciously ignorant because no one shares these things with you. And they really didn't have reason to because our parents weren't speaking eight hours a day. So my mom's not gonna sit me down and say, Hey, you know, Kelly, make sure you do your vocal exercises. Like that wasn't a thing. <laughs> Right. Um, I know for me, even coming into it, you know, when I first met you, Brand, like I was like, I was exactly that person where I was like, okay, I guess I just need to rest for a couple of days. And it's, it's your body requires more than that. Mm -hmm. Right. There there Mm -hmm. is a science to it. So why don't we talk a little bit about like how to take good care Mm -hmm. your, your throat, your voice, your, your vocal cords, you know, all of that. And maybe just some basic things that you would give as like do's and don'ts right, for people that know that being on camera and behind the microphone frequently is going to be a key part of success in 2021. And this is so fascinating to me because I really see this as so interconnected to peak performance. I'm obsessed with peak performance you know, this is a huge part of it. I remember to your point that you just said a minute ago, Brian, uh, when we first started working together, I was having these like spouts of exhaustion, this like unmanageable mm. exhaustion. And I was getting eight hours of sleep at night. You guys know I'm fanatical about my sleep. I was getting my eight hours of sleep. I was working out. I was doing all the things. But I, the, the pressure and the strain on my throat was so bad that I was so just like, it, it, it took everything out of my being and I couldn't explain it and I didn't understand it. And thank God, you know, from the work that we've been doing, I haven't experienced that in months now. And you kind of erase it and forget about it. But it's because, you know, the program that you deliver, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit it's so custom and so consistent, mm. right? Consistency and frequency. And isn't it so interesting? Cause that's, you know, what we teach in business too, right? It so, is, but you know, there's moments where we, what, how does it go? Do as I say, not as I do, <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah. It happens. It's, 
but that consistency has really kept me out of that space for mm. so many months now, which has been amazing. And it ha has allowed me to perform and show up at that level. So mm. can we talk about some do's and don'ts and yeah. these things? Because, I mean, we have to assume, Brianne, that everyone listening is just like me. Mm. They know nothing about this. No mm -hmm. one sat them down and taught them how to protect themselves or do prevention. So mm. let's give them like some basics to get started thinking about. Yeah, that sounds great. So let's talk about it in terms of what depletes and what can replenish. So again, thinking of this, this as you want your voice to kind of flow through the day, not feel like you're running on fumes. So, so the keeping with that idea of an athlete who's in training. So what's going to deplete too much, too loud, too often. And that can go whether you are just a talker and more extroverted in that way or not so much. If you find yourself talking too much at a time and you're starting to feel like, oh, I've pushed the envelope a little bit, that's a sign that you need to pull back on how much. The volume, what's interesting about that is yes, right now, we are not all competing over background noise of crowds. When that becomes an issue again, then any sort of projection over a lot of background noise for long periods can deplete. Right now though, what I have noticed and I encourage folks to do is notice even the volume as you're speaking to your audience through that camera, through that screen. Mm -hmm. Your camera and your mic are picking you up, but there is this urge to wanna kind of press the voice and really go for it. And that's gonna, that's gonna take up more energy. That's gonna deplete you faster. And you'll find that you go from maybe, oh, I can do six or seven or eight back-to-back -back meetings, lives, you know, uh, client calls, and that starts to shrink. So think of it in terms of volume, think of it in terms of duration of talking, and then looking at things like pushing through a cold. I know it sounds like I'll just get through one more thing, but once you start to feel that voice quality change or the, the voice feeling uncomfortable, that physically means that the vocal folds themselves, these delicate little tissues have started to swell. And voicing on top of swelling would be like having a blister on your hand and continuing to rub it together. Mm -hmm. So being strategic with yourself about that. So let's talk about that in terms of replenishment. What's going to replenish you? To that point of voice rest being a tool, but not a fix and not a long term. You want to think of it in a way that you can use strategic voice naps, they call them. So how can you sprinkle those little naps throughout the day? So a good rule of thumb for that is if, for example, you're going to be talking continuously about 60 minutes at a time, try to fit in a five minute voice rest silence after that. And the more you can look forward to your schedule and say, this is where I'm going to build those in, you will find that those days and weeks don't seem to be as exhausting. Yeah. So that was a great way to replenish. And then one thing that I know Kelly is a fan of is hydration and what that looks like for the whole body from that standpoint of wellness. When we talk about it for the voice, it's a myth that eight glasses a day is going to keep your voice healthy. I strongly encourage my clients to look at what matches their voice needs because the water itself isn't even touching our vocal folds. Anatomically, that just doesn't happen. So we have to look at ways to keep that whole system going and also replenish from a standpoint of if you've gone all day and not drank anything, it's probably not going to help you to guzzle something just before you're live. You've got to be hydrating 12 to 24 hours before that. So those would be yeah, some of the main things. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, making sure it's actually like in your body, right? It's not just right before or yes, right. exactly. And so when that comes to a head, if people are still kind of finding out their their rhythm for that, 
a more direct way in the moment can be steaming. And so I know, Kelly, you're familiar with this, and steaming can be a really good way to get moisture into the larynx, that's the voice box, the airway, and that can feel really soothing. So if you find you can you know, run a steamy shower or even boil water, even have little handheld devices that are out there that help you bring some more moisture, that adds to your replenishment. So all these things work in tandem so that you're being really comprehensive with how your voice is performing each day. Perfect. I love all of those tips. And how about any little exercises that you would recommend people can do, again, from that standpoint of prevention, mm -hmm. or maybe there's some people that are on the verge right now that want to try and dial it back, get it under control before it becomes a big problem. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you all are listening right now and willing to give it a try. I encourage you to do so. And Kelly, I invite you to join in as well if you choose. So one really simple way is to connect your voice and your breath. And you can do that just by using your finger, okay? So you're gonna take your finger and you're just gonna bring it to your lips. And when you do that, I'd like you to use just kind of a little buzzy sound, almost like you're blowing through a kazoo. So it'll sound like this. Can you give that a try for me? it slides up and down. Now, what you're listening for is that consistency like Kelly just achieved. You're also feeling for any air on your finger. And so when you feel that air, that's a really good sign that you are allowing that voice to flow through versus cutting it off or pressing it. So let's see if y'all can hear the difference. This is with air and support Ooh, versus Ooh. Now it's okay, if you didn't hear the difference, that's okay. I encourage you to try it. And in that slide, notice, do you feel pressure building up in your throat or does it feel like just an open flowing tube at that point? And this takes time and practice, but that's a really simple, easy way to not only check in with your voice, are there any quality differences? And then to be able to use that anywhere from 10 to 15 repetitions right before you, you go live or you're in a meeting or you're talking a lot, just to make sure that you are truly connected to your whole system. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And what I would say too is one of the things that I learned working with you is like, it's also about how you're sitting, your posture, whether you're open, you're tense, you're pressing, you know, and, and I think there's a lot there too, because I think that everyone's carrying a lot of stress these days. There's a lot going on, right? And so sometimes we're not putting ourselves in a position mm -hmm. to be able to even let that air flow naturally. And we are, mm -hmm. I know for me, so much of it was like pressing from the throat yeah. versus allowing that flow. Mm -hmm. And again, you don't even realize it because no one teaches you this stuff. No. You're here to do that. I do think um, I would love for you to speak a little bit to kind of the deeper, the deeper side of, you know, vocal vitality and kind of the interconnectivity, you know, your body, your speech, like what are some of your kind of uh, philosophies or, or thoughts around that brand? Yeah. So I would put that in terms of what my three convictions for my mission are, and that is your voice is an asset. Your voice is a barometer which both of which we've touched on a little bit mm -hmm. and love your voice, love yourself. And that speaks to me both personally and with folks I've worked with over the years, particularly women who need to feel comfortable, confident, 
and show up as their most authentic selves. And so to find your natural voice, what is the voice that feels the most comfortable to you and share that with the world is really, really vital so that you feel like your voice is not only vibrationally carrying that energy, but that you actually love what you are hearing. I have had so many folks heartbreakingly tell me that they not only dislike the sound of their voice, but they hate the sound of their own voice. And so I ask you, how can you hate something that you're showcasing to the world? And what does that do to your message that you're trying to bring? So in my mission in that way, I feel like it's it's a way to connect people to their inner voice. Some people call it intuition, their inner voice. And when that happens, oh my gosh, the alignment and the resonance that occurs and that deep sense of self-worth, that shines through. And that is so important to me because that is what we need right now, especially in these spaces of women showing up as leaders, not changing their voice to sound like something that is of peers or sounding more authoritative, something that matches them and who they really are. So. I love that. And I love the connection between your voice and your intuition, especially. Mm -hmm. I think that's so, so important. Mm -hmm. And it really is. It's your mechanism to connect with the world. It's sacred. And again, it's it's like this lost, like it's not even thought about, but it's like this is this is how the world interprets your message. This is how you connect with the world. This is how you communicate your message. And so thinking about how you are treasuring that and how yeah. you're treating that. And that's, you know, yeah. that's obviously a lot of what I've learned from our work together too, is like treasuring my voice and treating it well and understanding that, you know, I think of self-care in so many other ways, but thinking of this as self-care and mm -hmm. even just challenging myself to like make that time, make that focus, it is a new routine. And that was another reason that I wanted to bring you on the show today, because I know for me, you know, I tried to go the traditional medical route. It was impossible. It was so frustrating. And I could not get on the road to health in that way because it just doesn't work with an entrepreneurial schedule and the demands of being a mom and a parent and a business owner and all those things. So, you know, I, I think what you're doing and the way that you work with people is really important too because it actually makes this a viable solution for people like us that are not, you know, traditional. It's like, you know, for me, like trying to get even to the office to pick up a test to get sent to you was a three month process because they're closed at four o'clock, I'm on call till five o'clock. It just, yeah. it doesn't work for people like us. So do you want to share a little bit about like how you work with entrepreneurs and what that experience might be like for people? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that it has brought about that convenience and flexibility and um, kind of joint co-creation in the process. That's really important to me. So when I work with my, my folks, I work one on one trying to keep it very customized to not only what the voice needs now, but to plan strategically ahead. So there are sessions throughout the week, meeting one on one. There are reminders and support and guidance throughout. And then literally sitting down and saying, okay, what is upcoming and where do we need to kind of intensify the support and where can we let that kind of like sit and, and settle into a good groove? So that's one of the main ways that I have shifted in my delivery. And yes, that's, that's changed a lot from my kind of medical model mentality. And I love it. I love it because every individual voice matters in that way to deserve that one-on-one -on -one. and to, to do it in a way that allows you to be curious and comfortable because be honest Kelly I make you do some strange things right 
and people, people are all I am coachable. I oh, yes, which is, which is so fantastic because some people will look at me and be like, you want me to do what sound? And my cat over here is looking at me like I'm crazy. Like it's, yeah. it's having fun with it, right? And it's coming yeah. with that open spirit. So that's that's my, my main mode of delivery. And now I've really also noticed this importance for entrepreneurs and coaches. And for those of you who have the gift of being aware of the live lunch method and knowing what Kelly brings to the world with that, Having the ability to prepare your voice before, during, and right after that is something that I also provide entrepreneurs because in that moment where you are ready to go live and do your 10 days of marathon voice and talking, you definitely deserve that support. And we, we know we've had folks now two, three days in struggling. And so when you need to stay connected to your audience, when you need to get to open cart day and start with those new clients a week and a half later, that's really something I want to provide people as a container in itself um, for that way to support through events, live launches and beyond. Yeah, it's just not a risk that you can afford to take as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been so good. I mean, you've worked with my personal assistant. You've been on the phone with my PR team, literally spacing out things on the calendar, problem solving, looking at how can we fit in a session here? How can we make a little bit more space between calls so that we can either do some vocal warm-ups or I can do vocal warm-ups mm -hmm. on my own or yeah. I have a little vocal rest. And it's it, that's the difference, though, between mm -hmm. a service-based entrepreneur helping you to heal your voice or prevent damage to it versus trying to go through like the traditional methods that are available which uh, I don't think any of us see our local doctor's office uh, sitting down and, and going through the calendar and seeing you know when your appointments need to be moved around so that you can you know work on your local health so that's been a really great great experience and that's that's probably what's so awesome about the customization that you do for entrepreneurs so I mean this is amazing work I would say for anyone that intends to build their business online as, as a primary stream of income for your family. This is something I wish I had known about so many years ago. And I'm trying to give this to you guys, my listeners as a gift so that you don't have to wait until you're like me and have damage that you're correcting. You can instead work on prevention and you can talk to brand about, you know, a slow and steady wins the race strategy that will allow you to be able to show up optimally and share that message in a really powerful way and know that you're not gonna have to have a day where you cancel something that really matters to you or can't connect with your audience because your body can't keep up with, you know, your energy or yeah. Whatever the case. So, right, you want to have choices, and that's what I want for you exactly. choices with your voice, 100%. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, where is the best place for people to get in touch with you, to connect with you, to learn more about the awesome work that you're doing? Yeah, I am on Facebook at Your Vocal Vitality. Also, you can follow me on Instagram. I am open to direct messages and connecting with you personally that way. I'm a big fan of the voice text. So, feel <laughs> to drop me voice next. I also have my website, www.yourvocalvitality.com. And I'm on Clubhouse now at Brienne Hennessy. So I look forward to hearing from y'all. And for those of you wanting to learn more, I have my Facebook group community where we teach more of the tips and the strategies in this way so that you can really have a sense for what it looks like to take care of this asset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I hope you guys will take advantage uh, of the opportunity to connect with Brianne. And Brianne, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was so awesome to get to share you with my listeners <laughs> and the awesome work that you do. 
Thank you, Kelly. It has been such an honor and I appreciate all you and your voice are bringing to this world. And I remind you and everyone, you and your voice are worthy. So thank you so much for this time. I loved it. It's awesome having you. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. We'll see you back here in just a couple of days. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things for me? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their business online. And I would so appreciate and have so much gratitude to you if you could take that action for me. And subscribing is what gets you notified each time a new show gets released so you never miss a thing. Our listener reviews have helped us to climb into the top 15 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love your help to keep on climbing. Here's to our next 600 episodes together. We so appreciate you and look forward to thousands more.